Good evening, brothers and sisters. I trust you are ready to go deep into the Word of God, so that we have a better understanding of God's plan and purpose for us. So we were talking about the covenant, how serious God uh, take this covenant that He made with us, and. Uh, he wants to make us a distinguished people so that we follow His ways, so that we know Him, so that we're able to reveal Him to the world, to the nations of the world. So He also wants to make us a holy nation, a great nation, so that we will stand up, so that we will indeed be a testimony to the nations of the world. I want us to go to the book of Exodus 19 again. Just read this verse and then we'll go further from there. Exodus 19 verse 5 and 6. He said, Now, if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possessions. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom, a priest, and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. Okay, so, but when we enter into the new covenant, through faith in Jesus, our Lord Jesus has fulfilled the covenant, the conditions of the covenant for us. And now there is a change, there is a shift. Look at what uh, is in 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. He said, but you are, you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possessions that you may declare the praises of Him who call you out of darkness into His wonderful light. So in the new covenant, when we put our faith in Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, what He has done for us through His shed blood on the cross, we enter into the new covenant and uh, we become the children of Abraham. God made the old covenant with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all those who come after him. But now in the new covenant, we becomes we are blessed by Abraham. So you see the continuation of that covenant. We are blessed by Abraham. We are the, the, the children of Abraham in the New Testament. So God brought us into this new covenant. And now we are, we are a chosen people. In the old covenant, if you fulfill the command, uh, my covenant, then you will be to me a holy nation, uh, a, a royal priesthood, a treasure possession. You will be. But in the new covenant, you are. So tonight, that's a good news for every one of us. You are. God's special possessions. You are God's royal priesthood. You are a holy nation unto the Lord. 
And so, when the Word of God say that we are that treasured possession, remember we read that you are to me a treasured possession. So it's not for us to, to just stay at a level and say, you know, in, an, in Jesus we are special possession. You are so special. You are so blessed. You are so unique. That's good. But that's not what God intended. That's only the beginning. He wants to make us a treasured possession so that we can reveal Him to others. We can reveal Him to the world, to the nations of the world. We can declare His praises. That's the purpose. That's why we are that special possession because we are so valuable in His kingdom. He comes into us. He dwells in us so that we may reveal to Him we are that special possession. It doesn't just stay, oh, so that we feel good about ourselves. We're so broken. No. It's more than that. It's for us to declare His praises, what He has done uh, uh, in our life. So, uh, we are a royal priesthood. I believe we learned about that not too long ago. But let's remind ourselves, because we are a royal priesthood, that means we are not condemned. We can come before the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. And we receive grace before His throne of grace. So that's what a royal priesthood is about. So we have the access into the presence of God and receive from God so that now we can declare Him, we can reveal Him to the world, to those round about us. That's what uh, uh, the purpose of being a royal priesthood is. That's what we are to, to do, to, to minister before Him and minister to the world. And so when we come before Him, we receive revelation from Him. We receive uh, knowledge from Him. We receive wisdom. And then we are filled with His Spirit and we reveal Him to other people. And then we are a holy nation. Remember, I always said to you that the covenant isn't you and God. The covenant is you and God, but together with a people, a nation. God is after nation. He's after nations. He's after a people, a tribes, kingdom of tribes. He's after church. You know, we are a church, a people, a holy nation. So when we talk about covenant, we're not talking about me and God, no, is bigger. Yeah? The covenant that God made is with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all those who come after him. You know, we in the new covenant, we are brought into the church, his body. So, so we are that holy nation, able to reveal to the nations of the world what God is. Uh, uh, who God is and His salvation and His kingdom. 
So this is a a very high calling that God has placed on us. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are God's treasure possession to declare the praises of Him. And we have done nothing yet. We just believe in Jesus. And that's what He has made us to be. So now what do we do? Now we have to live worthy of this calling. That's why we read in Colossians, Colossians chapter 1, verse 9 onwards. Colossians 1, verse 9. He said, For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. For what reason? You have come to know Jesus. You have entered into His his covenant, His plan and purpose. So now we want to pray that this covenant will be, will be lived out through you so that you can declare Him to the nations of, of the world. For this reason, we continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of His will through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. So that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Lord who has qualified you to live, uh, to share in the inheritance of His holy people in the kingdom of light. So in order, now what do we do now? We know that we are a royal priesthood, we are a holy nation, we are God's treasure possession. We know the purpose is so that we may declare His praises, we may make Him known, so that the nations of the world may know Him through us. So now we need to live worthy of this high calling. So to do that, we've got to understand, we've got to know His will. That's what it says here, fill you with the knowledge of His will. Draw wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. So in order for us to live worthy, we need to know God's will. God's plan, God's purpose in every situation, right? With through all the wisdom and understanding. So God is a God of all of our life. Not just in church, not just in the spiritual area, but in our work, in our family, in our relationship with others, in every area of our life. We need to know how we should live in order to live worthy of His calling upon our life. Remember, as holy, as warrior priesthood, we represent Him. When we talk to people, we represent Him. We speak with God's authority. We speak with God's word to the people. Right? So, 
in, in verse 10, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way. Every way. How you talk to people, it doesn't matter. Who, the way you talk, the attitude, what you say, it, it doesn't matter because you are a royal priesthood. You represent God. And uh, so sometimes we do mess up because of our flesh, because of our frustration, anger, and so on. So we, we really need to come before the Lord and ask the Spirit of God to, to lead us and guide us, to show us a way so that we can truly live up that uh, calling as the high priest, as, as a royal priesthood of, of God. And then to, we need to have the knowledge of His will so that we may be filled with wisdom we may make the right decision. Very often, we do not have a complete knowledge. You know, when you jump to the conclusion without having a full understanding, how often we make the wrong decision. And God wants us to know Him deeper. Some people, they only know God in a very small, special way, uh, uh, in, a, in a small way. You know, they only know God is a loving God. But then the Word of God says, God is a consuming fire. And God will judge. You see, so if we, if we just focus on God is love, when we hear preaching, you know, that is, that is a little bit hard, uh, preaching that is, that is uh, uh, telling us straight about what God will do, sometimes we cannot accept. Because our knowledge of God is limited. So God wants us to have a full understanding of His will, of, of, of the knowledge of Him. I hope by listening to the preaching that we preach here in this church, you will have a greater understanding, a deeper understanding of God and His ways and His plan and His purpose. So that when we look at things, we will have a right perspective. So that we will have a, we will have the wisdom to to make the right decision. You know, it's sad to see God's people. They think they know so much. They think what they know what is right and wrong, and so they react in their flesh and make a mess of things. We can do that, but but let's. That's why Paul is praying for this Christian in Colossians that you may have the knowledge of His will, so that you may live worthy of Him, you may please Him in every way. We see God's servant, Moses, even though he's so close to God, and yet he still prays, God, show me your ways, so that I may know you. So we got to have that, that, that heart, that spirit in our heart because we want to live worthy of God. We want to please Him in all His ways, not our ways. You know, we can be so stubborn, insisting on our own ways. We cannot hear. We think we're right. We cannot hear what God is saying because we, we just do not know God. 
We just do not know God. Because if we know God, we will know His ways. And Moses still, still carry with him that, that hunger, that humility, that desire to really know God because he knows it's so easy for him to go into the ways of Egypt, the ways of this world. So, so God, in order to live worthy of our calling, we need to know His will, fill with His, his knowledge and His will so that we have the wisdom to do what is, uh, to, to do what is right because we represent Him on this earth. And uh, when we are a holy nation, we know we need to unite together with God's people. We know that we need to submit to the authority that God has placed over us. We know that He has put us in this church or wherever He has put you. So you, if He has put you there, you, you need to submit to the leadership. You need to submit to the authority that God has placed over your life. But we see today people, they just follow whatever they want, whoever they want, and, and, and they think that it's okay, it doesn't matter, so long as I believe in God. But God has placed us in a particular place, in a particular family. And we are to live worthy of Him. We are to glorify Him by knowing His will and following His ways. And uh, we know that this comes, the knowledge of Him comes to the Holy Spirit. And so God will speak to us by His Spirit. He will speak to us through His written word. And His Spirit will anoint it. His Spirit will reveal to us so that we will know the will of God. So it's, it's so important that we know the, 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 the word of God. Not just certain type of messages that we like to hear. No. We need to know the complete counsel of God so that we know the ways of God. And in the New Covenant, we have to build our life upon Jesus, the solid rock, the chief cornerstone. So all our life, whatever we're doing, we're building according to His ways, and we're building according to His Word. We're, we're establishing ourselves in the foundation, in, in Jesus. So we're serving Jesus in, in all that we, we do. He's at the center of it, of all our decision. And uh, so the Spirit of God will, will lead us and guide us and uh, as we fellowship with Him. So it's very important that we keep a clean heart. It's very important that we have a tender heart. You know, the nation of Israel rejected the Word of God because they, when the Holy Spirit speaks, they resist against, they fight against the Spirit because they are hardened in their heart. They are stubborn in their ways. So they do not want God's way. And so we got to be careful in order for us to live worthy of Him we got to have, because the Spirit of God write those words into our hearts. So we got to 
have a tender heart to receive the word of God, have that kind of humility before God. Okay, so now that we know God's ways, now that we know God's wills, now that we know God, all this knowledge has got to translate it into work. It's not just a knowledge, it's not just something that we talk about. But now we have to put it into practice, you know, we have to translate into work so that it will produce fruits. It is the fruits that we produce that declare the praises of Him. That's why in verse 10, in, in Colossians 1, verse 10, He says, So that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. So, in order to live worthy of Him, all that we know, all that we learn, has got to be resulted in fruits, good fruits, uh, good work that we, we, we do, uh, so that uh, we may declare His praise. So it has to do with every way, every area of our life. As I mentioned, our work, our family, how we relate to people, our education, everything. And uh, so, uh, so Jesus said, by the fruits you will tell what kind of person it is, by the fruits. And so our work will reveal two things. Our work will reveal who we are and it will reveal who we believe about God. So if we just talk to people, we are uh, stubborn, unteachable, think that we're right, we never uh, receive correction, or we do certain kind of work uh, and then we just make a live a mess of things, we don't tidy up, we, or, or we simply just do things and get it done. You know, some people, they like to just get it done, get it done, but there's no quality. They're not concerned about quality, they just want to get it done. Well, this reveals the kind of person you are, whether you're responsible, whether you're intelligent, whether you're trustworthy, uh, whether you are a quality kind of person, right? So our work reveals about ourselves. And God wants us to be a distinguished people, like Daniel. God wants us to be so distinguished in our work will show the wisdom that we have. It will show the intelligence that we have. It will show the quality, being faithful, being loyal. You know, it will show all this quality. God wants us to be a quality people so that we can truly declare His praise so that people can see God in us. Though we are imperfect, but they can see God in us through the work that we do. Okay, so our fruits will reveal the kind of person we are. So our, our knowledge of His will, the wisdom that we have, must translate into work that resulted in fruits. 
And then the, the, our work reveals the God that we believe. If you simply do things, no quality, not responsible, or you talk to people in a very unreasonable, rude way, and you think it doesn't matter. It reveals that you believe in a God who doesn't care. You review in a God that doesn't judge. You review in a God that has, uh, that, that you believe in a God that has no quality. He doesn't, he, he, he's not perfect. Okay, so our works reveal the God we believe. Because if we believe that God is worthy, we believe God is great, we, we will do our best. We will produce quality work to, 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 to show, to reveal Him to the world. We will not simply be doing something and believe that we have done it. So, what is the God that you are revealing to people through your life? What is the kind of person that you are revealing your, uh, to others about who you are? through the way you talk, through the way you do things. Our life, our work is important because work is worship unto the Lord. What kind of worship do we bring to Him? Is He worthy of all things? Or is He just, just another God, just another religion, just something that we... we well, we need to believe so that we can stand strong. You know, so what kind of God do, do you reveal through your life to what you do? So, is our, remember, it's the fruit of our work that declare the praises of Him to the world. And... Uh, God did not just brought us into the new covenant and tell us that this is our calling, this is who we are, go and do it. But we thank God that the word of God continues to tell us that He gives us the power. He gives us the strength to do all these things so that every one of us, we can, we can do it. Let's look at it. Just now we read verse 10. Let's continue in verse 11. Being strengthened with all power according to His glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience. So God strengthened us with all power because He wants us to know His ways in everything. And so, isn't it great that God will give us all power and all strength in whichever area that you are in? that you have to deal with. God will give you the strength, God will give you the power so that you can get the job done, so that you can bring glory and honor to, to His name and declare the praises of Him. This is what's so beautiful about the new covenant. Jesus came in to live inside us, to be our life, to be our strength so that we can declare the praises of Him. And this is the Word of God say, uh, 
The next verse, and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of His holy people in the kingdom of light. This is our inheritance. He qualified us because we're in Christ. So this, this uh, evening, every one of us, we know that we are royal priesthood, we are holy nation. He qualifies you to be. And He gives you the power. Because some of us could, could still have that niggling accusation, that voice that speaks against us because of what we have done in the past, because of uh, certain things. But God wants to let us know. He has qualified us to enter into the inheritance as God's holy people in the kingdom of life. So tonight we know that we can, we have received from Him strength and power to live worthy of Him. So if we say, oh, we cannot, I'm too weak, then you're not living worthy of Him. But we should say, yes, I'm weak, I'm not able, but He who is in me has strengthened me with all power so that I can do it, so that I can live to declare His praise in this situation that I'm facing. So the Word of God is telling us that when we face this situation, yeah, we need endurance and patience. That means even though we're walking in the ways of God, it doesn't mean that we have no problem. It, it means that we still have a lot of challenges, opposition. But thank God we have His strength. We are strengthened with all might by Him. So we will come through. We will be able to work through those situations and declare the praises of Him to others, to the nations of the world. And uh, so this is our calling in the new covenant, this is what God has made us to be that distinguished people, to be that holy, strong nation, to be His royal priesthood, serving Him before His throne, receive from Him so that we can reveal Him to others. We are that holy nation. God has put us together in a church in a community of people so that together we, by the power of His strength, by the power of His Holy Spirit, will be able to declare the praises of Him to the nations. So I trust that tonight we will see ourselves as God sees us so that we will learn to live worthy of this high calling by His power, through His power, through the wisdom and knowledge that He gives. So we are coming before Him as high priest, as priests, to seek Him in order to receive all that we need to do His will, to fulfill His plan and purpose, so that we can declare His praises to the people, to the nation. So I trust that you're blessed by 
this message, that's the beauty of the new covenant. Jesus has done it for us. We are in the new covenant. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are God's treasure possession. You are the special people called by God. We are called and we want to live worthy of that call, worthy of Him. And so we need to pray. We need to ask God for strength, ask God for uh, wisdom, for knowledge, to know His will, to know His ways, so that we can declare His praises in this world. Let's pray. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We thank you that we are set free because of the blood of Jesus. We are brought into the new covenant so that now we are that special people whom you have called. We are your royal priesthood and your holy nation to declare the praises of, of you to the nations in this world. And Lord, we thank you for this high calling. We just want to live worthy of this high calling. And so, Lord, we ask for the knowledge of your will in every way, so God, show us your way. Lord, we humble ourselves. Like Moses, we pray, God, show me your way so that I may know you. Lord, show us your will, O God, in every situation that we find ourselves in. May your kingdom come to those places. May your kingdom come to those situations. Let your will be done in us and through us, O God. Strengthen us with all power. Strengthen us with the grace that we need. Lord, in the situation that we're in, so that we may bring glory and honor to your name, O God. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Lord, help us to, to, to just continue to draw near to you in every situation, in every thing that we do, O oh God, so that we will do our best, so that we will want to show forth your goodness, your, your greatness through the fruits that we bear, O oh God, through the good works that we do, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, make each one of us so fruitful for you in this year. So fruitful for you so that we declare your praises to the nations. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you again next week. Amen.